0: Happy Tuesday with Tamika. Thank you all so much for joining me for yet another episode of Tuesday with Tamika, where my OG listeners already know what it is. We believe in lifting as we climb, turning our trials into treasures, living a life to inspire and not impress, and allowing God to fully restore us. Super excited about another episode, another Tuesday where we're literally able to walk on these healing streets. So as I was preparing for today's podcast, I had this thought. You guys know that I don't like for us just to consume information, but for us to implement information. And if you are new to me, I am Tamika of the Tuesdays, and I would love to be your life and relationship coach alongside my guests as we um, share our thoughts on this Tuesday. So grab your journals, grab your pens, and let's get it popping. So what I was thinking about today is this idea of staying at a place too long when it no longer serves you. You guys, at the beginning of this year, I made a very big decision to walk away from something that was not serving me, that was serving me a lot of money, but it was not serving my peace, it was not serving my happiness or my joy. And so today with my guest, I want us to talk about what that looks like, like starting over Walking away, when do we know? Like, what are those signs, and how can we literally rebuild our life from the ground up? And I think I have the right guest to help me with this conversation. So, without further ado, hey, sis, you have a minute. Hey, sis, you got a minute. Hey, sis, you got a minute. Hey, sis, you got a minute.
1: Hey, sis, you got a minute. minute? I do, of course I do.
0: Awesome. My guest Angie is going to share a little more about herself, and we are going to dive into this topic. Go ahead and tell the TWT family, as I affectionately call them, a little bit more about yourself.
1: Sure thing. Uh, So my name is Angie Aki. I am the owner and founder of Ohana Investment Partners. Um, So the name Ohana, for those of you that don't know means family, right? Uh, So my goal is to build a community of people that can invest and create wealth together. And I started that company after a few years of entrepreneurship That was after almost, gosh, 19 or 20 years in corporate America. So we are definitely going to talk about leaving things that don't serve you well and following the path that God has laid out for you, whether or not you are fearful Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, a little nervous about it or not. So I'm really excited to be here with Tamika. Thank you so much for having me. Yes,
0: thank you so much for being here. I love that you talked about that dirty word of fear. I'm reading, I'm I'm recently reading this book, um, Outwitting the Devil. And he talks about um, it's by Napoleon Hill, and he talks about um the power that like negativity, like really that like in fear, like fear is one of the biggest tools. And I think fear is the one of the number one things that keep us stuck in professions that no longer serve us and relationships that no longer serve us and people, places and things, right? We can go down the list of things that no longer serve us. So you made a huge jump after 19 years and I just want to first and foremost commend you for your bravery
1: what caused you to take that leap of faith Uh, oh my gosh it was (laughs) so I you know similarly I know you said you made some big changes earlier this year right and you were you had to leave something that didn't serve you well and it served you well financially right but it didn't serve your joy your happiness And I was in a very similar situation. So I had a really great job in pharmaceutical sales in corporate America. I called on hospital systems for years, quite frankly. And, you know, I don't want the listeners to take this wrong, but I was really good at it. So it was, you know, and I've read a book recently. I was in my zone of excellence, Mm. but I wasn't in my zone of genius. So I was really good at it, but I felt like there, I was like, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. And Mm -hmm. there was no desire and there was no drive. And I just, I felt like there was something else. And I did, you know, a lot of us have been raised and I was right. It's like the quote unquote, the American dream. And, you know, you, you graduate high school, I was taught, you go to college, you, you know, get a career, you get married, you have a baby, you do all those things. And and I did all those things. And don't get me wrong. I, I love my husband and my child very much. I love, you know, everything I everything that the whole journey, but it almost felt like an itch, I couldn't scratch. And mm. so that's probably the best description. And I just felt this nudging right because sometimes I feel like God is really subtle and sometimes it's like we don't get it so he's like well I'm just gonna keep nudging you or irritating you right it's like that itch that you literally can't reach and I'm like it's just not right I feel like I should be doing something more I feel like I have a bigger purpose on this earth and so I, I need to do it and I prayed about it for a long time I thought about it and I was like all right God if this is it show me a sign and then there would be the exact sign that I need, or I'd be real specific. And he'd show me. And I was like, wait, wait, no, no, God. But, but really, if this is it, <laughs> you just show me a sign and then it would be it. I'm like, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You, you, we must have our, our <laughs> right. Cause it was, it was so much fear. It was scary. I was leaving significant income mm. to start my own business. And I didn't even know that was a thing until, you know, I was, and I did this the year I turned 40. So wow. some may call it a midlife crisis, some may call it whatever, it is truly the biggest leap of faith I've ever taken. But I will tell you, I've, I've never looked back. It is wow. the best I've done for myself, my faith, my family, other people, um, you know, it, it's great.
0: That's awesome. I, I want to talk about something that happens to a lot of us when we make these big decisions in life. And we have our tribe, our people, our family, you know, people that really, really love us. And they try to talk us out of these big decisions. How do we quiet? And sometimes they may not like literally say something, but we'll have their voice living in our head rent-free, right? And a lot of times it's our parents or, you know, our significant other. And we're afraid of what other people May think when we make these choices, how did you quiet all of that? and even if maybe you had like some people like verbally telling you stuff, how did you continue to go with what God was saying and not follow into the trap of what others were saying?
1: yeah, i I you know, I've done a lot of mindset work and a lot of overcoming limiting beliefs. And so part of that was I literally had a woman. Um, that was in the same industry. She worked at the same company. She looked at me and she's like, well, you can never leave pharmaceutical sales. You'll never make as much money. Mm. And so that's me, the way my personality is. I'm like, oh, challenge accepted. Right. (laughs) Um, So so for me, I had people saying it out loud. People told Mm. me I was crazy, like nuts to leave my job. They're like, what are you doing? This isn't going to work. I mean, my my parents my poor father looked at me like I was you know losing my mind and he was like are you going to be okay is your husband okay with this right it's like it's and it's just it's a lot of what you have to realize is even when people come at you like that from a place of love it is their own fear speaking that they're projecting out because they are fearful that they can't do it or they're fearful, right? And so it's their own fear that they are that they're putting on you. Um, so I would say for me, one of the biggest things I did was I worked on my limiting beliefs mm. before I decided to take the leap, right? So I, I always believe in having a plan. We set goals. My husband and I sat down. I said, This is what I want to do. Here are the goals and the, you know, the milestones I have to meet to be able to do this. But part of that was overcoming that oh, I can't make as much money working for myself as I did for someone else, which is complete. BS. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was trying thank you. I was like, how do I say this nicely? Complete BS. And you absolutely can. So, you know, in overcoming limiting beliefs, I'm a very logical person and I've done some coaching as well, some mindset coaching. And one of the things I always tell people is it's really important to break that limiting belief by getting evidence, collecting your evidence. Mm-hmm. So I would meet with other entrepreneurs or real estate investors and say, hey, this is what I want to do. This is how much money I've made. How much money have you made? Are you, I see you as successful. Have you made more than this? If so, can you open your books? Can you help me understand how you did that? And really digging in. And, you know, people, I did not have anyone tell me no. People want to help other people inherently. That's Mm -hmm. how we are built as humans for the most part, most of us, right? Um, And so overcoming those limiting beliefs is so important to taking that first step, Because I truly believe, I always say, you know, you have to step through fear and it is taking that step, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it, it is a huge step, but I I also went through John Maxwell training and one of the things he always says is like, you know, your comfort zone is like a prison, right? With fear being the bars and Mm -hmm. all of your dreams and desires are outside of that prison cell, right? So you have I to step through fear. You have to break through the bars. You have to overcome that to be able to realize your your dreams.
0: Mm, that's a great, great quote. John Maxwell is so amazing and so like eloquent the way that he frames things. Um, you mentioned a lot about mindset, and I, I think that that is like really, really the key, right? Whenever I'm blessed to coach women. We always start like that first three sessions, that foundational stuff is all mindset. And I know sometimes they're probably like, can we just get to the other? And it's like, no, because if we, one of the quotes that I live by, and I learned this from Lisa Nichols is our mind is the soil by which everything grows. So if we have a negative mindset, which a lot of folks do, nothing but negativity is going to grow what are some of the books, the training you mentioned, John Maxwell, um, what are some things that you, you know, really took a deep dive in to get your mindset to where you were brave enough to say, all right, now's the time I'm going. What's like, maybe your top three. Oh gosh.
1: <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I, my head is exploding. So I'm an avid reader and I continue to read and it's just like, it feeds my soul. And I try to take something, you know, every time I read something, I try to take one or two things. Um, one of the books actually by John Maxwell that really resonated with me was own your dream. I think that's Mm -hmm. the exact name of it. If not, it's really close. Um, and it, it truly is about owning your dream and figuring out what your dream is and doing the work to walk through that. So if you're in a place, you know, and you're listening to this and you're thinking, is there something more? Is there, you're questioning that for a reason. So I would encourage you to, Gosh, I think it's Own Your Dream. Um, I would encourage you to check that book out. It is really, it was really impactful. I've done some coaching around it as well with some clients. Um, And it just really helps you. And it's something I circle back to just the principles of it to say, you know, is basically is this serving me or am I serving my business? Am Mm. I doing what, you know, God has put me here for my purpose um, and what is fulfilling something I can do to give back? Um, so that book, uh, the go giver is really such a great mm-hmm. book and I am a firm believer of it. I'm an avid networker as well. I believe my, my network is, is probably one of my greatest assets. Um, so I'm really, I try to surround myself with people, you know, that are like-minded and supportive and positive. And so, and I love connecting people and just giving to people. And that book is just, it's so impactful and um, has really has really made a difference. Um, so if you haven't read that, I highly recommend it. And it, just, it helps, you know, it's a good reminder, even if you know it, to come from a place of service and value um, in your relationships And so that's a really great book. Um, A book that I recently read that has impacted me greatly as an entrepreneur and really helped me see the success that I've had is The Gap and the Gain, because Mm. as an entrepreneur, I'm a type A personality. I've been in sales for 20 plus years. So I'm like, okay, go, 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 right? And this is something my husband calls me out on a lot because, right, that's what he gets to do and (laughs) he's good at it. But- he, you know, it's, I set my goals maybe at level one for this year. And then it's like through the roof the next year, he's like, mm-hmm. why, why do you do that to yourself? Like, what are you, what are you doing? And so there's a few really great principles of the gap and the gain, but what, what it really taught me very succinctly to sum it up is to always measure backwards, to look back at what you've done. So I, on a recent bike ride, I looked back and thought of everything I've accomplished in the past. 10 years. Then I said, okay, within five years, within three years, within one year, and then three months. And I felt so accomplished. And I was like, oh my gosh. I, I mean, I just left my corporate job in July of 2019. So it hasn't even been four years yet.
0: Uh-huh. And I've
1: even within my real estate investing business, talk about totally like you said stopping and starting over. I just did that again at the be- at the beginning of last year, 12 months ago. I did it all over again because I created a business that I didn't feel like served me well. And I was like, wait, what am I doing? This isn't right. Right. So it's like, sometimes God stair steps you and he's like, wait, you're not ready for all this yet. You're not ready to receive this. So I'm going to put you here. Um, but that book has really helped me measure, you know, where, how far I've come, which is really important.
0: I love that. I, I, um, checked on that book and it is your, um, own your own dreams, John Maxwell, discovering your purpose in life, which is such a good segue because I wanted to talk about purpose versus like passion, right? So the, because a lot of people are like, I'm not passionate and this may be purpose or vice versa. Um, but something that you said, I was like sitting here about to explode because I'm like, Yes, I definitely have to get that book that you were saying. And we're gonna link all of those books in the show notes for the listeners to grab them. But I I tell all of my um clients to make sure that we're looking back to celebrate because so often. The world has taught us and people have said, like, don't look at your past or don't look backwards. And I'm like, yeah, not to like have a pity party, but we definitely need to look back to celebrate because if we don't, we never see how far we really accomplish. And then we are on like this um, toxic treadmill of going somewhere that's there's nowhere like, yeah. you know,
1: right. So it's never enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. Yeah, that's that's another conversation my husband and I had recently, it's like, you know, and then what, right? And then what, what are we working for? And then when we get that, then what, because at some point you have to, as you're building your goals, you have to say, okay, and then this is, this is it, right? Then we, then we've hit there and then we're, whatever that is in relax mode, we're going, you know, to do philanthropy, we're going to whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? So there has to be something where you're just like, okay, and done.
0: And done. Um, yes. The end. Done. Close yes. that book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mama's love done.
0: <laughs> I love it. So really quickly, before we get into my favorite segment, which is the community spotlight, um, what, how have you had this? And I hate the word balance, but I can't think of another harmony. How have you been in harmony? with passion and purpose, because I hear so many, especially women, I think that we battle with this. Well, I can only talk from a, a woman's perspective, but we battle a lot with what's our purpose and then things that we are passionate about and kind of marrying the two. How have you been able, or
1: have you even been able to do that? Yeah. So um, I, I feel like I have, um, you know, my my passion is, is helping people. Right. And I think my, my purpose is, is very similar. Um, You know, and I, I've put that together. And so what I've done is I've taken my, my sales background and my interest. So I have a, a passion for real estate. So I guess, yes. Okay. This is good. It's all coming together. Yes. <laughs> um, so I've taken my my background in sales, right? And I, I have a passion for real estate and for investing, right? For growing wealth. I love it. Um, I am a firm believer if you put money and create wealth in the right people's hands, mm-hmm. we can literally change the world. Mm-hmm. We can put food in people's mouths, we can put shelter over, you know, heads we can do, we can help educate. There's so much we can do when we have money in the right people's hands, because then they're giving it right and they're helping others with it. So I've taken my past and then my passion with real estate and investing, and I've put it together. And now I help people create wealth through passive real estate investing. So I have married the two and they are harmonious. Um, and that's what I do to help people create wealth. and. I do that so passively so that they can help others as well, but so they can also live out their dream, right? So Mm -hmm. they can realize their full potential, whatever that is. So that goes back to the purpose part, right? So I want to help people and I'm passionate about helping women. I like to help guys too. So whatever. (laughs) Um, But I really want to help people realize their full potential. And you can do that. And you can have a little more flexibility to do that when you have passive income coming in. And you can live your own dream, whatever that looks like, when you know you have passive income coming in. Yes. Um, So I have I have put the two together. And so there you have Ohana investment partners. That is it. Yes.
0: <laughs> so let's let's talk about that. I want to share. I mean, I want you to share about your business and and really how do folks get involved? You know, I think when people hear about investing, It's it seems so scary. And it seems like there's this big thing that you have to do. How have you really been able to help folks? And how can you maybe even the the TWT family, how can we get in contact with you to learn more about what you do?
1: Yep. Um, So we'll go first with the how I help people and then we'll go over how to reach out to me. Um, So a lot of it is education. When people think about investing, right, a lot of people automatically go to the stock market. um, And that's not this is very different. This is real estate investing. Um, So when people think about real estate investing, though, they think about buying a rental house or they think about, oh, I need a down payment. I don't want to manage. I don't want tenants. I don't want all of that. And and I get it. Neither do I, quite frankly. So let's be honest about it. (laughs) But there's this whole other sector that is passive real estate investing through a real estate syndication or a real estate fund. Mm -hmm. And probably the easiest way to explain it is like crowdfunding. Okay. So people come together as a community, right? I'm a whole community person. So people come together as a community. And in essence, you're investing in an LLC or in a company that owns an asset that we likely wouldn't be able to afford individually. For instance, like an apartment complex, mm-hmm. a, a self-storage facility, a mobile home park, even a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um short-term rental portfolios, all of those things. So it's pooling investors' money to be able to participate as an investor and get you know, a certain return and get a certain percent of the uh, proceeds or the profits as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really neat because I like to say the operators and the sponsor team or fund managers, which is myself and my team, we do all of the work. And the investors get all of the benefits, right? Mm-hmm. So they get all of the benefits with none of the work. And it's true because they get passive income and our investors get great tax benefits as well. Mm-hmm. And it can seem really overwhelming and really scary. Um, I like to think I'm a really approachable person. So my goal, and I work with my investors and just walk them through the process and help them understand you know, what's important in choosing an operator team, right? And I do a lot of the vetting, but you, you also have to do your own due diligence because it is an investment. Um, mm-hmm. And there are risks with any investment, um, but helping them understand how commercial real estate assets are valued. So they understand the lingo, just, you know, it's a very different lingo, educating around that, um, talking about where you can fund you know, invest from. So it can be cash. Um, you can invest from your self-directed IRA or your solo four hundred and one k. You can invest, right? If you have a home equity line, sometimes people pull that out, or they can they have a life insurance that they can tap into, right? And pull out. Sometimes you can. You can borrow against it or leverage it. So I'm not saying close out your life insurance. um, (laughs) Let me clarify. So, but there's so many different ways that you can tap into money and you can invest in these passive real estate investments, and they are private placement um, equities or private equities. So it's really it's amazing. I talk about the magic of passive real estate investing all the time. I believe it it is magical Mm -hmm. because it. If you start doing it and you focus and commit, you can start snowballing and that wealth grows exponentially over time. And so, you know, you're looking at, you know, the goal is to double your money within call it six to seven years, right? Mm -hmm. And you're doing that, then you do it again, then you do it again. And it's, it's really impactful. And my goal is for it to not be scary Mm -hmm. and just be really digestible. And it really fun. I think it's fun. Right. And so then we're all making money together and then hopefully we're doing amazing things together in life. Yes,
0: that's awesome. I love that. And I cannot wait to get your information in the show notes because so many people, you know, there's a lot of talk about recession and, and, you know, all these things. And I think that honestly, we're there and, and folks that are smart and folks that do not allow Fear to stop them. And folks that are not afraid to, I, the pivot word, right? We heard that so much in 2020. But, you know, <laughs> folks that are not afraid to do that, really in these times of quote unquote recession, this is when people really get wealthy because they learn where to invest and they learn, they learn. I think key word is being open to learning, being open to not allow fear to stop you. So I literally want to thank you, Angie, for sharing, you know, not only the mindset, but this amazing opportunity that I think so many people have to, and, and you, I'm telling you all, She's a safe person. She's not scary. She's not, you know, slimy. I know that if you are looking, if you have been like, God, I would do real estate investment, but I don't even know where to begin. Well, here you are. This is where you begin. This is where you can start. So how do we get in contact with you,
1: Angie? Uh, So my website is ohanainvestmentpartners.com. So my email is the same, Angie at OhanaInvestmentPartners.com. And Angie is A-N-G-I-E. You can also find me on LinkedIn and Facebook under Angie Lee Aki. And we'll make sure we put that um, in the show notes as well. But please feel free to reach out. Um, if you're interested in investing, even if you want to check it out, you can sign up for our email list to start getting newsletters and information on the website. You can also click to become an interested investor. That by no means holds you to anything. but you'll start getting some of the offerings that we're rolling out. and it's a great way to educate yourself yourself and start looking at things and start asking questions because Tamika, you're right, like it, it, it's in every recessionary period, you know, the best hedge against inflation is is multifamily, yeah. um, it's commercial real estate, right? right? And there's a lot of commercial assets that are recession proof right? As much as they can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's some really great opportunities. So I just encourage your listeners, if, you, if you've if you been thinking about it, please reach out. I, I promise, like Tamika said, I'm not scary. Um, <laughs> and even if you, you know, even if you want to do the research, if you end up, you know, investing somewhere else or, or with someone else, that's okay. If you just take that first step and that, you know, step through fear and take that first actionable item, You're going to get where you want to be, but you have to take that first step. Absolutely. Angie, thank you so
0: much for hanging out with me and doing this podcast this Tuesday. Truly appreciate your time. Um, TWT family, as we wrap up this episode, I think that this is a great opportunity for you all to live a life to inspire and not impress. I preach it every Tuesday. What a better way to inspire folks! If you're not wealthy, it's almost impossible. Like, you know, we can inspire them with happiness and good feelings, but at the the way that the world is turning, we got to be able to help folks financially. And this is a great way to do that. This is also another way that we can lift as we climb, turn our trials into treasures. There are going to be so many millionaires and thousandaires, right? Because not all of us are meant to be millionaires, but there are going to be people that are in a much better place financially if you invest invest in this. And this is definitely God's restoration. So don't allow fear to stop you. Thank you all so much for listening this
1: Tuesday. Until next week, bye-bye.